Welcome to the York County Economic Alliance podcast series. I'm your host, Jason McSherry, and joining us today is Suzanne Shrum from Aquamarine Travel. Suzanne, thank you for joining us today. How are you? I'm good, Jason. Thank you for having me. Well, we're glad you could join us today, and, you know, especially uh, that we're still kind of in the, a little bit of that winter mode and things are starting to warm back up. I think a lot of us are starting to get some travel fever and thinking about vacation already. Um, but before we get into that, I first just want to congratulate you and Aquamarine Travel. I believe you recently celebrated your 15th anniversary. Is that correct? We, yes, we are in our 15th year of business. Fantastic. So how is exciting, how exciting is it to look back on 15 years of being in the travel business? And, you know, what are some of your most memorable moments from, from those 15 years? Well, there's so many and it's hard to, to uh, break it down, but um, just um, being in the industry, it's an exciting industry to be in. Um, so one of my moments that um, I always remember is um, being invited to an event at the Rainbow Room at Rockefeller Center and um, having the Rockettes right there. So it's a very small room. And we were pretty much right front and center with the Rockettes. So um, that was an exciting event for me to um, be invited to and to participate in. Um, But so many of my memories come from um, the relationships with my clients and um, sending someone on their destination wedding. And then five years later, planning their fifth year anniversary trip. I mean, those I always um, hold dear to my heart. And then also um, one of our special clients, uh, Ruby, she's, um, if you ever get the chance to look up a rare Ruby, um, we've done some fundraiser cruises for Ruby. And when we actually sailed with Ruby, um, who's the same age as my granddaughter, and just that experience of watching what the um, cruise line did for Ruby and um, the reaction that everybody had was so amazing and the um, Ruby's family is, is incredible. So um, that's just a few of the amazing memories that I've been able to have from being in travel. That is so cool. Um, and I can really imagine how much fun you actually had because uh, again, you, your day-to-day operations are to basically help people plan to have a good time. Um, it's not like a, a normal kind of job where maybe it's, you know, punch in, punch out, or you're doing some things that you know, people like, for instance, exams at the doctor's office or anything <laughs> like that. I mean, when people come to you, they're looking to, to set something up to have a really good time. So they that's got to make life great for you. <laughs> and sometimes it's a once in a lifetime trip that they're having, which is always great to be part of that. Well, I know you, you kind of started to touch a little bit about that um, and the different types of they pay vacation packages, uh, locations that, that you have available. Um, I think you do a number of different cruises you mentioned, um, probably some all-inclusive resorts. Can you talk about like, what are some of your most popular destinations and packages? Sure. So for our agency, we do specialize in the Caribbean and Mexico all-inclusive vacations. And we find that our clients really like to get to their destination quickly. Uh, So Jamaica, Punta Cana, and Cancun um, are very popular because they can get a nonstop flight from Baltimore. 
and within about four hours be on their way to their resort and starting to enjoy their vacation. So um, we find that, that those three destinations are very popular with people in our area and our clients. Um, so most of our packages to there are all inclusive. The resorts include your meals and drinks and activities. And we do it as a package with their flights and transfers, insurance, and everything all in one package to make it seamless for them. And we also do the um, cruises. So it seems like for us, the most popular cruise destinations are the Caribbean and um, Alaska and Hawaii from this area. Oh, wow, Alaska. Huh? I, did, uh, I didn't know that there were a lot of opportunities to do cruises that went to Alaska from, from this area. Well, not sailing, but, you know, flying into Seattle or Vancouver and then cruising from there. And many people package that with a land tour in Alaska. So um, those trips oftentimes are that once in a lifetime. They're only going there one time to Alaska. So we want to make it perfect for them. So now are those cruises, are they different lengths, like uh, a five-day trip, seven-day trip, something like that? Yes. So the average cruise length is a, is a seven-day. And then the land portion you can tailor from normally about three to seven days or, or longer. Um, and then there are some cruises that depart from further south in California that might be like a 10-day cruise that you can then add a land package onto it. Well, it sounds like if somebody loves saltwater, you've got them covered. Um, pretty much anywhere in the Western Hemisphere, you can find a way for them to find some place to enjoy the ocean or the sea. Uh, what about those that like like freshwater, um, whether it's the mountains or lake or something like that? Yeah, so um, my daughter and I actually are big enthusiasts in the national parks. And during... Um, COVID shutdown, we were looking for a way to connect with our clients. Um, nobody was really traveling and it was very uncertain. And um, we came up with a program called Passport to the National Parks. So we do a Zoom series and about once a month, we do a presentation on a different national park. And usually it's somewhere that we've been and experienced in person. Um, so that's a great way to learn about the national parks. Um, and that's you know, gonna cover those lakes and mountains and things. And then um, there's areas outside of those parks usually that are great destinations as well. Places like Sedona or the Canadian Rockies. Um, and also um, Rocky Mountaineer is a train tour that you can take through the Canadian Rockies as well as a US Rockies tour now that's gonna be opening up. All right, so those are sound just as neat as some of the cruises and the all-inclusives that you <laughs> talked about. But uh, and we don't want to try to sway anybody in any particular. But I have to know what is your favorite place to go to? Where do you look to go when you get away? Well, I personally, and I don't <clears throat> like to tell my clients where I like to go because I don't want to sway them. But I like to go to Jamaica. That is my favorite spot. Um, I. No, I can be there in four hours. Um, I love the people of Jamaica. The food in Jamaica is amazing. I uh, just like that relaxed atmosphere. And there's so many great um, all-inclusive resorts to choose from and lots of adults only. I like to hang out at the adults only 
resorts. Um, so that's where I look to go when I'm traveling. I love that you keep talking about how it's only four hours to basically get away from a gray, cold, rainy, snowy day, something <laughs> like that, and be somewhere in sun and sand and probably 85 degrees. Yes. And I like at my house, we haven't seen the grass. And I know I, I drove around today and most of the places the snow has melted, but it's still, I have about 10 inches of snow in my backyard. So anybody that's like that would love to see some grass and sand and, and the ocean today. Even if it's just for a couple of days, it's a nice, uh, nice change of scenery. Yes. <laughs> well, speaking as we're talking about like that change of scenery and vacations. Um, earlier this year, uh, January 26th is actually known as National Plan for Vacation Day. And I had never heard that before, but I guess it makes sense that it, that's probably the point where you want to start thinking about shoring up plans to get away for the summer or uh, a vacation or get away. Um, now, we missed that a little bit here. And I know that as we're heading into the summer of 2021, there's probably still a little bit of uncertainty about what vacation might look like as we emerge from the pandemic itself. But I know everybody, myself included, we're, you know, I'm anxious to get away and get back to vacationing somewhere and enjoying some time away from, from this world that we've come to know over the last year or so with, with COVID-19. So what are you seeing that, or what are you telling customers and clients about how they should start to plan for a vacation in 2021 and what things do they need to consider? I mean, like obviously last year with COVID, there were some places that completely closed down. They weren't allowing tourists and things into those areas. I, I doubt that that's the case that we're gonna see in 2021, but I'm sure that you probably have this conversation a lot and what should people be thinking about? Yeah, so it's a, it's a big decision and we want people to be comfortable with that because it's not, it's not fun to plan a vacation and be nervous about um, taking it. So um, there are still destinations that are not open for travel. And um, that's obviously a conversation that we want to have. And uh, currently with the CDC guidelines, everyone that's traveling internationally does have to have a COVID test before coming back into the United States. So we want to talk about that before we even think about uh, planning the vacation. Is this something that you're comfortable with? Because if you do test positive while you're in destination, you do have to quarantine at that destination before you can fly home. Uh, so that's a big conversation to have with someone that's traveling that wants to travel internationally. Uh, one of the things we're doing for that is we're recommending resorts that have a great policy. They have the COVID testing at the resort. They have rooms available at the resort for quarantine. They have insurance included in their packages to cover those expenses of staying longer. Um, but still, even with that, you still need to consider, can you be away for 10 to 14 days longer than what you had originally planned to be away? Um, and that may be uh, a no answer. And then we can look at destinations in the United States, which are much more open uh, with the travel policies. 
and um, quarantine things. At least you're going to be know you're in the United States if you run into any issues. So um, it's a lot to talk about with someone, but we do have people that are definitely looking to travel internationally. And um, you know we had a lot of people cancel and postpone their weddings, so they're ready to honeymoon. <laughs> they are ready to get that wedding taken care of and get on that honeymoon and they do want to go internationally. So uh, one thing that we're also talking to them about is what are the cancellation policies? We want it to be as flexible as possible for them. So we're working with companies that they can cancel up to the last minute and get a refund or at least a travel credit to travel in the future. And then we are also talking about insurance because um, a pandemic is oftentimes not a covered reason for travel insurance. So we wanna make sure they have the proper insurance coverage when they're traveling. So all those things we have to look into before we actually get to start the fun planning stages. But we also want people to know that um, if they are planning to go this summer, things are booking up. Um, I just did a honeymoon that had three hotel rooms left at the resort in June. So they can get those things booked now, lock in the pricing before it goes up again and work with those flexible policies. So they know that if they do need to change it, we can do that. If they need to cancel, we can do that. Well, that was a great segue because my next question was, as, as you were talking about um, some of those trips that have been postponed from last year, along with just people having some pent up um, exhilaration about getting away this year, I would imagine things are booking up quickly. So are you seeing hotels and destinations like filling up faster than usual? We definitely are. And a lot of that started quite a while back just because of everything that got pushed out. So um, the main travel season, a big travel season um, through the summer for honeymooners and families and those were canceled and a lot of those people pushed those out for one year. So we're at that point now where if they're going this summer, a lot of those were pushed out to this summer and a few pushed out to 2022. So, and then anything new that we got in was, you know, booking into 22 already. So uh, things are booked further out than we're used to. Wow. I can't, I can't even imagine having to book out into at this point as you're talking potentially 2023 or somewhere along that line. I, I mean, I have enough trouble trying to figure out what I want to eat for dinner next week, uh, <laughs> much less two years from now. Um, but with, with some of these places that are filling up, I know that there's some always some really popular destinations that do take a while to book um, a vacation for such as like Disney or something like that. So uh, what kind of family fun activities and destinations do you have available or that, that people can set up a vacation for? And what are those lead times looking like as far as availability for those? Yes, yeah, so um, there's a lot of different options for the families. Um, if you're looking at international travel, uh, we have Beaches Resorts, which is owned by Sandals. It's an all-inclusive uh, resort. So those have so many amenities kids clubs that are run all day long and they start from the time the babies are born. Um, so they don't have to be in a diaper to go to kids club. And um, we also have Nickelodeon resorts and um, which are definitely geared towards the kids and a great time. Margarita or um, 
my brain just went blank. <laughs> um, obviously, in the United States, we have Disney, Universal, SeaWorld. And I know we talked about the national parks. These are a great place to take your kids to. Um, I started, we started taking ours when they were in very early in elementary school. And I remember my daughter writing um, a story in like third grade and she compared her um, national park trip to her Disney trip and how much more she liked the national park trip. So um, don't uh, write off those type of destinations because the kids can learn so much and just be out in nature and hiking. And um, there's always something that we can find for somebody. So now you've mentioned national parks a couple of times. How, how many national parks have you been to? Oh, gosh, I don't remember off the top of my head, but. Or, um, or what was your favorite? What do What is one that has stuck with you is like, this was the best one I was at. So um, I love Yellowstone National Park. Um, kind of call it the Serengeti of the United States. So if you love wildlife, that's the park to go to. Um, there's so many different um, animals that you definitely will see. Sometimes you go to a park and you might see a certain animal, but you will see animals in Yellowstone National Park. And um, my daughter actually spent a summer working there. So um, she is our expert on that park. And she does really nice customized packages for people to that park with kind of hidden gems and secrets of the park that she learned from working there. Okay, you and your family just like apparently seek out the most fun places to work ever. <laughs> you're in the you're planning travel and destinations, and she's working at, at Yellowstone National Park for a year. I mean, what better way to 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 put it put in your time than working at something like that? So that's pretty cool. Uh, it's nice to know too for anybody that's listening that if you're thinking about that, you've got a nice in on some of those secret things that uh, you can probably only learn about from people that have spent. A lengthy period of time at Yellowstone. Yes. <laughs> um, I know we did talk a little bit about Disney uh, as well and how it's a, a great family destination. Uh, I did see that you had shared some information about the 2022 um, series that Disney is bringing back and it's the Star Wars Day at Sea and also a Marvel Day at Sea. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about what those those actually are? And I know that we're talking 2022 again, but I'm, I'm imagining that those are probably very popular and probably book up very quickly. Yes, yeah, so um, on the Days at Sea, um, they will have, of course, the Star Wars, Star Wars characters roaming the ship and special events based around Star Wars or on the Marvel's Day at Sea, same thing. They'll have Marvel's characters um, so the kids will get to have their pictures taken with them. They have autographs and different events on those days. Um, so they're very popular. And um, we actually did check and look it up. And there's nine Star Wars and nine Marvel's Day at Sea cruises. So that's 18 cruises um, that are going to sell really fast. <laughs> so in other words, if that's something you're interested in, don't hesitate. Get it, get it booked now. Definitely. Don't hesitate. There's no reason to hesitate because if you change your mind, if something comes up, uh, your refund is deposit or your deposit is refundable up until final payment, which is usually about three months before the cruise. So um, there's no reason to not book that now. And then hopefully in 2022, you'll still be able to go. 
And they sound like they're a fun day if you've got the characters on the ship with you. I mean, whether you've got kids that would, might enjoy that or if you're just a big kid at a heart yourself, I think that that's probably a great way to spend the day. Yeah, I know like with my, uh, my granddaughter's six and um, she's actually a Star Wars fanatic, <laughs> she, <laughs> which I never expected. But so her and her dad would have a great time on a Star Wars day at sea and she'd probably have her baby Yoda with her and and all of that. So um, I think it probably will appeal to a lot of people. Yeah, they sound, they sound like they're a great time. So um, if anybody's interested in that, definitely make sure you check that out because it does sound like they are limited and will probably sell out quickly. Um, yes. Now, Suzanne, I know we're probably coming up a little bit on, on our time here today. Uh, so before we wrap up, I actually have a couple of uh, quick questions I wanted to pose to you. Uh, for our podcast series, one of the things that we have started doing is the I Heart Yoko Triple Trivia. And those are three questions that are based off of the York County Economic Alliance's uh, slogan and motto, which is I Heart or I Love Yoko, kind of like the I Love New York that uh, back in the 80s or so. So the three questions are based off of each component of that, and they're rapid fire. So um, if you're ready, we'll dive right in with the first question, which is focused on the I in the I Heart Yoko. Okay. So, all right. So first question is, finish this sentence and tell us why you picked your response. The fictional character that I think is most like me is? A fairy godmother in Cinderella, because she is working with those lovers and making their dreams come true. Oh, that's perfect. Great tie-in too, um, because as you mentioned, you have planned a lot of wedding and honeymoon destination uh, weddings and honeymoons too. So I yes. love that. Great answer. Great answer. All right. Uh, question number two. So for the heart in uh, the I Heart Yoko, which savory York County snack do you love more? Is it the Snyder's sourdough pretzel or the Martin's kettle cooked potato chip? Well, I love the Martin's kettle cooked potato chips, but they're, I don't keep them in the house because they will be gone before you know it. So I keep more of the pretzels in the house, but love the potato chips. <laughs> I'm with you too. Uh, I swear that this family size bags are really any single size servings, but you know, it says family size on there. So, <laughs> all right. So third question for the Yoko portion of the I Heart Yoko. What is your favorite uniquely Yoko activity or tradition that, um, so that might include something like visiting the Heritage Rail Trail or going to see the York Revolution baseball game, street rod weekend, York fair. What's your favorite Yoko activity or experience? I haven't done it for a while, but I think I'd have to say going to Central Market because I started going there when I was a very small girl with my grandmother every Saturday. So um, I love Central Market. That is a fun place to go. And it, it, they've done a great job with a lot of work down there. So um, you're right. You definitely got to swing back in and visit. And actually, I'm right. going to use this as a great time to plug that on Saturday, April 17th, we're going to be hosting our 13th annual Go Green in the City, which is right there on North Beaver Street and just outside of Market. So that might be a good day to get back downtown and see Market and also enjoy Go Green in the City. Sounds like it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, I don't want to hold you up too much longer. I know that we've had our time here today, um, but I do have one quick question or two. And then uh, I also wanted to make sure that I get this in because you had joined us earlier this year and shared a, a really awesome benefit for your County Economic Alliance members. And that is that if any of our members or uh, part of our listenership here is interested, they can reach out to you and you are offering a free airport hotel park and fly package with any new all-inclusive resort reservation. So um, we do have information about that on the York County Economic Alliance website, yceapa.org. Or if they reach out to you, uh, you can give them a little bit more details, not only about that, but then also about all of the different packages and destinations that you have available. And Suzanne, can you tell everybody where they would go to find that information? Sure. Our website is uh, www.aquamarinetravel.net. And we're also, um, most of our specials and events we run on Facebook. So um, this under Aquamarine Travel on Facebook. Perfect. Two great ways to, to get in touch with you and a lot of great opportunities to find a way to get away from South Central Pennsylvania for a few days and experience, um, well, some sunnier, warmer weather or maybe a a nice national park. (laughs) So Suzanne, I wanna thank you once again for joining us. It has been a pleasure and I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much, Jason. Take care. Bye-bye.